For all your financial needs, this is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon with Shauna Theriault and Melanie Wells. And we've been talking about a little bit going on in the financial markets and economics. And uh, Kelly Lynn Scalise is going to... Make us talk about something else. Oh yeah, no, I I brought I brought all the parents together this week because I mm-hmm. do believe that you all have been through this, or will be going through this. So, um, Catherine and Hank, they're in their mid forties, um, have two girls ages ten and fourteen. They realize that they're at a point where they need to start looking at college education expenses. Um, they know Hank's mother has put aside some bonds, laddered maturities that you know come you know mature when the eldest starts college. So every year there's like a $2,000 bond that comes due, you know, which obviously will offset a good bit, but not everything. Um, they're committed to saving for the next eight years while the kids are in college. Um, they're also at the prime of the career. They'd love to send the kids to college with minimal, you know, get them through with minimal debt. But like, my goodness, where do they begin? Mm-hmm. Like, there are a million ways to pay for <laughs> to do this. Mm-hmm. Where do you even start? I would recommend looking at it before they're 14 and 10 well, in general, um, just because, you know, if they're yeah. 14, they're pretty much a freshman at that point and it doesn't oh, yeah. give them much compounding time. But, um, you know, if you're starting now, save as much as you can. Yeah. Um, but you always have to remember you have to save for retirement. So I always stress that. You yeah, know, you can't you, borrow for that. Correct. No. Correct. So that is the first thing. And so, you know, in that situation, maybe they waited because they couldn't afford to save. So it could be. I mean, I mean, if, I mean, if you get, you know, just hit that prime of your career, it's like, okay, wait a minute. Now I've got like this much more disposable income. Now I can start saving for these extra, you know, like, right. I mean, not to say that college education is extra, but, you know, yeah. retirement, college. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. Yeah. Well, we're lucky we live in a state that has a HOPE scholarship, too. So yes. that helps towards it, um, you know, as long as you maintain grades. So that's that's an annual income that can come to help offset costs if they go in-state mm-hmm. um, and maintain their grades. So that that's one thing that can help. Um as far as savings, using uh, the most highly used is a 529 account. Mm-hmm. So you put it away, it grows tax free. You do get a tax deduction in the state if you live in the state. And so in, for the sake of Georgia, if you do a Georgia 529, you get a state tax deduction for the contribution. There is limitations to that. But, um, you know, so you can defer there and it grows tax free so long as the distributions are used for education. And you don't have to go to school in Georgia if you have a Georgia plan. I feel like we get that question a lot. We do. Oh, should I open a 529 in the state where they're going to go to school? But no, it doesn't matter. You can use it. And that can transfer between the two children as well, right? Yes, correct. So if the first one doesn't use it all, then can transfer between the two. Absolutely. Okay. Or if neither kid uses it, then you can transfer it to another family member too. Right. Right. You could just take it out and, you know pay interest or you know interest on mm-hmm. on the growth and there is some penalty there if yeah. you don't use it for college but if you don't want to just gift it to another m- member of the family as well mm-hmm. another one maybe a custodial account so that a custodial account is where it's set up in the name of the minor because they're not old enough to set up any mm-hmm. kind of account yet because they're not 18 i suspect that's what the grandmother did you know with, most with, likely with the bonds mm-hmm. yeah 
most likely it's custodial yeah um and then usually you have a custodian on there so the parent or adult whoever can sign off on the account the downside to that is that first of all it's not growing tax-free so to the extent that there's any trades or dividends income that Mm -hmm. would be taxed to the minor potentially the parents depending on the how what what it is Um, so it's not tax-free but that's okay if it's not a large amount it's Mm -hmm. not like it's going to be a huge amount of tax Um, and it cannot be given to another sibling because Mm -hmm. that is that once you make a contribution to a custodial account that is that child's account right Um, so it has to be used for the benefit of them and an age of majority in the state of Georgia, they automatically get it at age 21, even if they don't use it for college. So okay. they could spend it on whatever, whatever they, they want. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I know um, the, things have changed, but when I started saving for my kids, I used a Coverdale ESA because I had planned to send them to, you know, primary school uh, outside of the public school system. So send them to private school. And I thought that I could spend you know any savings that i had in case things got tight and i could keep them in the school that i wanted them in but 529s now allow that right k k through 12 can now be spent um Mm -hmm. uh, those expenses up to 10 grand i think per year on a 529 yeah i believe that but that wasn't always that way so it is a a major change like probably five years right and and the amount you can save per year into those accounts is so much better with the the uh, 529 you can save what up to sixteen thousand versus a coverdale at two Mm -hmm. grand per month oh, so I you can't so, really yeah. set aside that much money I, at this point is there any real benefit to a coverdale education savings account over a 529 i don't really see it no i it's really not widely used um this that was really put in place years ago right when yeah. before they when, had when I was section 529 is that what you meant <laughs> you're still young oh of course i am statistically you are well, you have kids in school so you, I, you can't well, be the, most people my age are grandparents. I'm, I have not. I was trying to I have help not you out. That. And and I'm in no rush. By yeah. the way. I still I was got like, one in high school. I was going to say that's college. a little young. Yeah. Yeah. A little. Yep. No doubt. Now, what about you now? You can take money out of a Roth IRA too if you wanted to use that for college expenses. Like if they were having trouble saving for both retirement and college, they could put money you know the like because you could pull out the the contributions. contributions you can always put the con yeah and it can grow yeah but i mean so you would just be taking out the contributions mm-hmm. and leaving the growth you know the leaving the growth the yeah. growth in there if not there the is best growth idea, hoping. But not the best idea but still possible. yeah it is still possible okay. absolutely and some some individuals just cash flow it what mm-hmm. i mean by that is you know they have some savings and the rest they pay out of cash flow every year oh so if, if you know, because a lot of times you're earning years, you know, when you're talking about these two individuals in their mid 40s, you know, you're earning potential years are usually in your 50s and 60s. And mm-hmm. so if they get to the point where they're in their 50s and that's where they're earning the most, maybe they haven't saved a lot for college. Some individuals cash flow it mm-hmm. or make up, you know, so mm-hmm. it's a combination of some savings, some cash flow and then maybe some student loans if needed, because yeah, they want to make sure they have enough in retirement. Not that you want to saddle your kids with, with student debt. loans. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, what says that if you did have debt that you couldn't help them pay it off right in the you future. could decide so, later so, yeah. yeah so it's i yeah. mean there's there's other ways around it and and i think that cash flow uh methodology is probably more used than most of these others i mean you don't have to kill yourself to make sure that 
colleges totally set aside, that's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can, right? But in reality, you can uh, you can reduce the amount that, that the debt would be in the future. And and while it's not the optimal, right. it's still better it's than still not saving option. at all. Yeah, because I it's, I think it would be hard for individuals with a ten and fourteen year old to save everything for every penny of college oh, college absolutely. starting now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, starting especially if they want to do activities while they're in high school. Yeah, other right. things come up too. I'm sure that they want to yeah. do for them. But I don't think it's that terrible to have a little bit of loans for the kids too. I mean, I don't want to set my kids up with a ton of debt or anything either, but I mean, it kind of gives them a little skin in the game. Right. Like maybe they care a little bit more about their grades and what they're going to do if they want to get a good job to pay off those loans. Right. Well, and not only that, it it could be an argument against, you know, having the lavish life that we've seen over the last few years. Mm -hmm. A lot of kids go to college Mm -hmm. and they want the cool apartment and paying all this. If you're going to borrow to have an apartment today and you're going to pay it off for the next five, 10, whoever knows something you don't even own exactly yeah i mean you're paying over a 10-year span for rent for a year it makes no sense and maybe it'd be a a point that you could use in negotiation if you will with your kids to explain to them hey you know what you're doing to yourself this is not the best way Mm -hmm. and and melanie i love the concept of having a little bit of skin in the game yeah yeah it's not absolutely yeah and you can always, as I said, you can always help always them. Always help later. them, exactly. I think it's always, this is the best time when you're talking, especially with the 14-year-old in this scenario, because they're going to understand. They've had some finance discussions in middle school. Yep. Um, I know with my daughters, I do. We talk about finances all the time. And really, I can't imagine why. <laughs> the stock market, all of that. But this is really where you can talk to them about a return on your investment. You're not going to go to school and spend $100,000 and then come out with a job making 50 so you know you got to think about your return on your investment absolutely um and so i think it's very smart to be having those conversations especially mm-hmm. if they're paying for a portion of that because all of a sudden when they have to start paying their own money yep the yeah. conversations change right? <laughs> like yeah. wait how much is Attitude what changes. Yes, yeah. exactly. how long am it? i going to be in debt wait a minute yes. <laughs> yeah it's it's very difficult i mean and, and even to your point shauna uh, not only are you talking about how much you're going to make when you get your first job and all that stuff, but all these uh, expenses begin immediately, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you start, not only is it this, it's this minus whatever you're going to have to pay to service the debt that you created in college. Right. right. So, yeah, I think it's a, I think it's a good conversation piece, uh, you know, when you're planning for college and having the kids involved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kelly Lynn, yes. what are we going to talk about? All next? right, coming up next, we've got some listener questions. Uh, we got somebody who wants to know what is going on with the tech sector. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that next. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. 
Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.